the volume. Jenkins and Jones is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Welcome back to Jenkins and Jones, brought to you as part of the Volume Podcast Network. As always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by my good friends, Tyler, a.k.a. Dragonfly Jones on Twitter. Hey, how's it going, guys? And John, a.k.a. LeJethro <laughs> Jenkins on Twitter. What's up, buddy? And I- <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're not Gardy B anymore, and you're not Mike. Oh, you're okay. Mikael. Mikael. <laughs> Mikael Gorabaccio. <laughs> I've been, hey, I've been saying that shit for three days straight since yeah. I texted y'all about it. Mikael. Mikael. Like a Mikael Myers. Hey, is, is that how they say it back at the crib? That's, that's, how, that's how they say it? For me? Yeah, yeah. Back no in calls me. Oh, no, bro. It's just Michael. <laughs> Mikael. Mikael is like Russian. Or French or something, but I like it, though. <laughs> Mikael. I gotta find new ways. I gotta find new ways to fuck your name up too. That's we got. We got it, man. It's not much, how many ways. It's Jean, my Jean. friend Jean. Hey, I'll mess with that though. <laughs> we got a jam-packed show uh, coming at you Monday. We're excited. Uh, we are going to be the only sports podcast on the internet that does not know what happened in the Super Bowl because we're recording it right before the Super Bowl happens. So what a game. Boy, the commercials oh, were man. terrible. Man, did that team that won, did, wow, did they pull it off, buddy. <laughs> That's the craziest shit I've ever seen or oh, not seen. From in that season. guy. Right, right. From that guy. From that legend. From, from that yeah, that guy. Y'all, y'all know who we're talking about. Y'all know who we're talking about. That guy is special, man. I will say the one prediction I feel really comfortable making before the Super Bowl happens is that it's going to be the worst commercials we've ever seen in a Super Bowl. Oh, dude, why, dude. why is that? Why is that? I, I feel like I feel like so many corporations are going to try to give us the, you know, it's it's we're quarantining during a pandemic, but we're still here for you. L- Liberty Mutual, I don't give a, I don't believe that <laughs> shit, and I don't give a fuck either. Y'all like, are forgetting <laughs> about how long the lead up time for Super Bowl commercials is. We're gonna see a lot of racial unity commercials too. Motherfucker, uh. <laughs> <laughs> stop stopping riots with canceled Mountain Dew and shit, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be an all time day, bro. You know, we all have to come together to buy Dyson air conditioners. You know? like, <laughs> Can you really pass that. somebody a soda like that was gonna stop some shit? Bro, a Pepsi, bro. A, a Pepsi. Pepsi. Like, 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 dog. Like, are you right? Like, yeah. Like, are you my grandma? Like, like that's some shit your grandma does. Just give you a Pepsi unsolicited when you're on the couch, right? Right. Like, what the fuck was that? Bro, that's gonna restore order here, right? A Pepsi. People said that was okay. A room full of people were like, yeah. Send that up the ladder. Room, you know room, I mean? That was a room full of uh, Mikael's. Was Mikael's and Matthews. Not Matthew. You make Say a good the point, few, motherfucker. You make a good point. It was a it was a Pepsi. It wasn't a Dr Pepper. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like it wasn't a, Pepsi, a soda bro. people actually like. It's a soda you get when they don't have the soda you wanted. Right. Like. A Pepsi, dog. <laughs> All right. Well, the first thing we have to talk about, obviously, is the uh, the drama about Kevin Durant, <laughs> which is like 
I think every sports league in America is hoping that they can just sort of skate through the COVID era without people really examining the protocols and like the what's going into the sausage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was all with a fucking spotlight on it with this KD shit where they said he was going to be out because of the, you know, the protocol for contact tracing. Then he was available. He played. And then like midway through the game, they yanked him and said, no, 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 no. Someone on his list came back positive. So he's out. And, it, and then he just went on a tweet storm afterwards as the greatest athlete tweeter ever. He said, free me. He said, free NBA. Yeah. <laughs> I love when people say that. He said that. <laughs> free me is my favorite tweet from anybody, though. He told the NBA, your fans are too smart. They see through your phony shit, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So what do you guys think, man? What, how do you guys feel about the Kevin Durant situation? Um, I think I think the NBA is just handling this shit so terribly and you know you got guys like kd speaking out on it now like kd like you know like you said he's like the best athlete twitter like i don't think there's any combination of talent and out there on the twitter streets in the sports world, right <laughs> right like, <laughs> so like kd kd's out here tweeting you know uh quote tweeting motherfuckers criticizing the nba and piling his criticism of the nba on top of that like <laughs> and you're the second best fucking player in the world he's good enough that, to you know? do that though he's yeah good enough to do that you know what i mean but most of the but tyler's right most of the guys who i mean you're gonna see you might see jared dudley be interesting on twitter yeah. bro but yeah, like yeah. it's kevin durant he, did, kevin, he didn't delete any of his old weird shit either right i yeah. mean it's, it's just like i'm kevin durant bro <laughs> But what do you want the NBA to do? Like, how do you do like the, the, the safest way to do this is not to have basketball. There's really no real safe way to play the sport. You know what I mean? Like they're doing the best they can. And that's what I will say. It's not a good job, I guess, but it's the best job you can do without having a bubble again. They're not going to do that shit again. Nobody I, signing I, up for that for a full season. Yeah. I think um, you're exactly right. Like the player, I mean, you know, the players want to play. The players want to get, right. get paid. They, they want to make money. The NBA wants the players to play so that mm-hmm. the NBA and the league on, and the team owners can make money. But it was sort of agreed upon on the on the ownership side. It costs too much to do the bubble again. And mm-hmm. on the player side, they're like, I'm not going to be without my family for eight, you know, for eight months. Like, what's the point of yeah. being a rich person then? I can't. Yeah, right. My kids, right. Yeah. So I like I agree with you to some extent. This whole shit is just lose lose, right? I mean, if, yeah. if you if you look at California recently put out their sort of tiered sports you could play. Basketball is like on the lowest tier, bro. It's mm-hmm. indoors. You're you're sweating and nothing but contact like, and body right. fluids. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everybody's hyperventilating out that motherfucker. Right, there. right, right. So yeah, I mean, I, I it, it is kind of a like you're fucked no matter what. I think there's a definitely I've seen a I feel like a sentiment on NBA Twitter where people are like, you know, that's why they shouldn't be having a season or whatever. And it's like, well, the guys want to have a season. They want to. So, I mean, that's their choice. They want right. to move. They want to. They want to make money. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, I, to some extent, I know it's easy to make fun of the like, you know, don't hug each other after the game. You know, some of the stupid rules that get put into place. But it is also like you're saying, like. They're, they're trying. They're, they're trying. They're doing whatever they can do, sense. or they're trying it to make it make look sense. like they're trying. Right. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. It won't make sense. But they're trying to make it make sense, and that's all. And that's all they can do in this situation. We've never dealt with anything like this. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no blueprint for this shit. You know what I'm saying? I did like the um, dudes trading jerseys. I think Kyrie was trading jerseys, and they were kind of like passing it under the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like stuck this jersey in like between a knuckle or some shit like 
it's just crazy. <laughs> I do I, I do feel like there's a real strong consensus among NBA players, though, and I'm curious for your guys' opinion about is the all-star game like a is that one too far? You it's, know what I mean? It's it's yeah. it's, it's asinine. It's yes. not one too far. They they saw the line and they just sprinted across it. You know, what I mean, even the players think it's ridiculous. Braun went out and talked about it. You know what I'm saying? De'Aaron Fox went on and said something about it. Like, you know, you want my honest truth? It's stupid. It is stupid. I mean, it's, it's, it's unnecessary. Stupid. In Atlanta. Yeah. Where they're the, wide the, the, open. It's butt city, naked in Atlanta. Right, Cold the out there, butt naked. You know what I'm saying? Streaking through right, Atlanta. And the, that's where you had this thing. The city that gives a, the least fuck about <laughs> right. COVID, right? But, but yeah. It's, everybody, all of our best players right there. Yeah. You know it's, what it's, I mean? Like, it's, a, it's a horrible fucking idea because, for one, you don't need unnecessary basketball at this point and two you're going to get all of the these the stars the franchise players of your league in the worst fucking city for covid like how fucking idiotic is this man they need to that that, that shit fuck that and what are the benefits like how many players people going to really come to those games you know there's limits to that you know what i mean like you have a game it's, with none of the benefits for real you know what i mean it's just the best players playing maybe marketing benefits for it, on television no, the, the, for the advertisers benefit, the, the benefit is on the tv contract advertising you know the, the benefit is on that weekend instead of the nba being dead you know they've got three days of stuff because they're talking about they're going to do the slam dunk contest the three-point contest and all that shit right yeah. so you, you they got their the weekend lineup plan but they know, don't need a stadium for that you know what i mean go to the local high school and have people boom out you know what I mean? Like I don't, you don't want to see you don't what the have ventilation. To bring everybody to Atlanta. You, you don't want to see what the ventilation looks like at the local high school, bro. And I'm not shitting on Atlanta. I love Atlanta, one of my favorite cities. You know what I'm saying? Like in the universe. You know what I mean? But dog, this is not smart. People in Atlanta say Atlanta wallet. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but hey, man, Kia got to get these uh, 2022 Sorrento commercials. Right, out, right, so. right. <laughs> you know it is what it is, right, man. Right. <laughs> It, it, it was like, I think Kawhi had the comment that he was like, let's be honest, like, this isn't smart. We're doing it for money, right? And I, my first reaction to that was like, you could say the same thing about the whole season, yeah. right? Yeah, but this but is the, like... But the scale of the economy for the whole season, it feels a little bit like you robbed the bank, you got away with the money, and then and you like, go Wait. back to the so same like, bank. I forgot the change drawer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I could rob another 750. It's like you already made it out. <laughs> like just take what you got, bro. They haven't even made it out yet. You know what I mean? You know, the alarm's going off still. He turned around in the middle of, you know what I'm saying? He see the door. Oh shit. There's eight dollars waiting over here, bro. <laughs> Give me that eight bucks. You know what I mean? Like, dog, just let's try to make it through this season. You feel me? This is yeah, that's just and they said there wasn't gonna be one. You know, I mean, they said there wasn't going to be one. You know what I mean? I was celebrating yeah. because, you know, no Indianapolis. So, so, you're doing, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to avoid having a whole city gang up on you. Right. You're not going to be talking any shit about Atlanta. So, right. All right. Hell no. I love yeah. Atlanta. There's nothing to talk about Atlanta. Look at y'all wiling over this COVID shit. Though. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I agree with you. It's, and, you know, we talk about sports. You have to laugh about it because sports is so unimportant in the grand scheme of things. But you look at any of the numbers out there about the virus and you're just like we're doing an extra thing right that's that's that might that's the way to approach it no extra things right in that's, life that should that in life you know, right. basketball right 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 right, right. <laughs> no extra things you know what i'm saying 
that's the way to approach it. That should be in bold right at the top of it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no schedule for after the All-Star game because when they put the schedule together, they had to be like, maybe we won't be able to play basketball after this. We're going to have to see. Right. <laughs> but they still put the All-Star game on the shit. Like, I mean, also, don't ruin the season because of the All-Star game. You know, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Ugh. Yeah. All right. Uh, it, it, do you think it's going to happen? Do you think it's going to happen? Is Or is it... Yeah. Is it like, once, oh, they, wow. once they've said we're doing something for money, has anything not happened in pro sports? <laughs> That's uh, yeah. quite a point right there. You got there, Mikael. <laughs> I, <just, laughs> I, I just like all of all of our all of our friends on Twitter who are you know smarter than everyone else in the universe. As you get on, it's like they're not going to get through this college football season. They're not going to get through this NFL season. Major League Baseball is going to have to cancel this shit. Have you ever heard they're of not gonna money? Make it through the bubble. It's like guys, are you aware of what money is? <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, oh, it's uh, it's gonna happen. I I don't know whether it'll happen in a really stupid way, but I mean, you know, if if Braun comes out and tests positive or something, it won't happen. God, just you don't know? even put that in a universe, dog. I can't have it. I'm I'm saying, Tyler, I, I, saw, I hear you. Tyler, you saw devastated. the game. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> not my LeBron. <laughs> devastated. You need a different word. I will. I will wall slide. <laughs> In tears if I got the news that Brock got COVID. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening uh tyler you oh, saw man. the games last night you saw steph go for 50 whatever it was a 54 he finished with i think yeah fucking steph man um i'm gonna say i was wrong about steph you know i didn't think he was gonna be a bum i didn't think he was gonna be fucking terry rogier this season but i was someone who did think that steph benefited from defenses having to account for clay you know i i, I thought that you know steph would be like you know a, a, a 24 point guy you know you know but this motherfucker is looking the best he's looked since 2016 and i did not see that shit i mean he's steph curry he's steph curry and i'm still like oh damn he's steph curry when i see him like in 2021 <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah yeah but and, I, and, 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 I, and why I you said it, that why you why, why you said that i don't want to cut you off here but no, no, go ahead. i want to read the, this tweet from the homie zeets if you follow him on twitter zito um his, his uh, at name is underscore Zeets, Z-E-E-T-S. Zito is fucking brilliant. One of my favorite fucking people on Twitter. All right, so so he ret- he quote retweets a tweet that says, you know, people forget and then re-remember how great Steph is like every three weeks. It's honestly hilarious. Like, oh my God, can you believe this? And so Zeets quote retweeted that and said, I actually wrote about this as the first in what should have been a series of me being challenged to write on a topic in a hundred words. I wrote that Steph Curry is a sunset. This motherfucker said I wrote this Steph Curry's a sunset. I'm gonna read what he wrote. That is so. I love Zeke's. I'm so happy you're reading this. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, And so here's here's you know the 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 sunset illusion that Zeke's reference here. I'm gonna read it. I enjoy people's love for sunsets. Sunsets are beautiful, but what is magical to me is that no matter how many times people see them, sunsets never seem to lose that ability to stun. I recently tweeted that Steph Curry of 2015 and 2016 was a player of wonder. I want to extend that to Curry in general. He is a sunset. Sometimes one can go sometime looking past him, but then suddenly he scores 62 points doing the things that he has done for years, and it is still as stunning as the first time. And that's fucking perfect. That's exactly how I feel that's about it, stuff. That's exactly correct. It's, it is like, it, it's a perfect analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke's like I never lose sight that basketball is a game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the way Zeke writes, it feels so important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I I I I love reading his writing. You know what I mean? Like he's so smart. That's beautiful, bro. But it it, it is. I mean, yeah. I definitely I didn't think without Clay that he, you know the Warriors would be twelve and eleven. You know, I mean, I, honestly, I thought that they would have sunk below that. Yeah, but that was just a great game overall. Luca had a great game. Draymond had the weirdest stat line ever. What would, it, what would it look like? I think he was – I think I read he was, like, the first player in NBA history to have – he had 15 assists, six rebounds, five fouls, uh, and zero field goals made. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, two total points. <laughs> Didn't he miss a quadruple double from, like, not having enough points? <laughs> yeah. One day, like, eight or six yeah. or something? 
no, that that's a, that's not a weird stat line. That's a Draymond no, but it was, stat line. No, but I think these this zero lives in I that think, space. I think, I think zero five fifteen. I think it was the first time it like zero field goals made five fifty. I think it was the first time it ever happened in NBA history or something. I wonder how many times Draymond's done something for the first time ever in the NBA. He is like a human, yeah, for sure. He's a human anomaly, like a- absolutely. He takes basketball, what ever. we think good is, and turns it upside down. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> no, this is good. You know what I mean? Uh, and then the Lakers had to survive double fucking overtime <laughs> against the, the Pistons. John didn't see this game because he's. I draw on a hard his, line he's, he's, in Detroit <laughs> Pistons basketball. He's carrying bro. on his thirty-year-long boycott of watching the Pistons <laughs> on television. <laughs> Dog, I'm, I'm good, yeah, bro. This, this, I'm this, good. Shit, this shit would have. How did Rodney Magruder do? <laughs> I had him. Y'all had a ball watching Magruder. <laughs> Those motherfuckers blew a seventeen-point lead late in the third, bro. Rodney checked in. Rodney, yeah, the Lakers. Yes, Rodney that, that game would have pissed you off. It's a good thing. minutes. I looked it up. Yeah. Rodney checked in with two points, one rebound, one assist. So, okay. you know, he's in the box score, baby. Okay, mixing Go it up. Rodney! Mixing it up. Triple single. But, uh, like, I could these, do anything in the league. These Lakers are, they're too, they're too familiar with the on off switch, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. good. The off is a little, it's a little off. It's a little too hard on Because the their yeah. on is so good this year, though. That but you don't need to make yourself play two overtimes against the Pistons when you're up by I'm, seven. I, I, I was th- when I looked at the score, I'm like, what, what is it about Detroit that we can't figure out? I think it's the off is too off against Detroit, like you said. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, it, I, it, it, it. I don't. know. It was tough. I do love watching. I will say it's fun watching the Lakers because I feel like THT is going to do something crazy in the playoffs. And then in the group chat, we're all going to get to go like, yeah, we we knew THT. We saw this coming. You know, yeah. That's the value coming. of watching a double overtime game against the fucking Pistons, basically. Uh, all right, you mentioned Rodney Magruder. We have no pride here at Jenkins and the Jones. No, we can admit no. when we're wrong. For sure. You know, and we wanted to issue our first ever corrections and retractions about the name Rodney. <laughs> a Rodney will rob you. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't have to be a Rod. A Rodney will also beat your ass. I was talking to my homie. He was like, I knew a couple Rodneys. You know what I mean? And one would rob the hell out you. You know what I mean? Like, get a grill done, try it on, and run out the damn place. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know I mean, oh, oh, there's there's, there's a – Rodney is – the thing about Rodney's is there's no middle ground. You know what I mean? There's They only exist in extremes, you know? <laughs> They're an IT manager. You know what I mean? <laughs> or they up and on you outside of a Walmart. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> – those are Rodney's. And I think that's what confused us. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, yeah, Rodney Magruder, we're sorry. <laughs> you would box the shit out my ass <laughs> on public television. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yes. You know, have me yeah. sleep like your boy was. You know what I mean? Like, hey, my apologies, Mr. Magruder. <laughs> yes. So, so, so to all Rodney's, please accept our olive branch. Definitely, definitely, definitely. You had a you had a particular Rodney experience, didn't you, Mike? <laughs> Let's not keep this from the people. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's just you know, there's a dude in Long Beach named Rodney who you know maybe listen to the podcast, you know, and like my friends hit me up and was like, "You don't remember Rodney?" I'm not gonna say his last name on the podcast, but right, I'm right. like, oh, I'm sure, 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 sure. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> there's some Rodneys with big hands out there, big buddy. Yeah, yeah for you know sure. What I'm no, there's some My undefeated boy. Rodneys in the streets. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> 
We we slipped up. We got too excited. We got too excited. And got we, a little ahead of ourselves. That's the power of Draymond Green. You know what I mean? Like Draymond yeah. gets, he's that dude. I guarantee you people have followed Draymond into some really stupid fights over the years. You know what I mean? Like because <laughs> Draymond's sure guaranteed fun either way. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a hell of a night. It might be the top, it might be the bottom, but you're gonna remember it. You know what I mean? For, yeah, so, for sure. Can you imagine Draymond Green in college, bro? I mean, I would have loved to have experienced it but i can I can, must, I can imagine i can imagine must have been i bet i bet everyone there knew everywhere he was like you know what i mean if it was friday night i guarantee you the whole town knew where draymond was bro 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 <laughs> remember when he went back to college and slapped the football player up yes. like if you wanted like that as an alum i know you was a wild boy when you wait were. wait wait a football player a too football player yeah. like you know what i'm saying that's like going and fighting the the, the cues you know you don't do that <laughs> <laughs> in college, you know what I mean? This dude banging with a football player. Like, I knew a couple uh, 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 of Draymond, Draymond's in college. I had two friends that were Draymond's, and they were some wild boys. You feel me? Yeah, absolutely. You had to make <laughs> but a I had fun every decision. time we went yeah. out. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but you had to make a conscious decision. <laughs> oh, you, I mean, you knew what you were. I knew what I was signing up for, but I was like 20. You know what I mean? At, at, at this age, I wouldn't sign up for it. You know, yeah. tell me what happened the next day. You feel me? Right. But oh, yeah, I, 20, I was, you know. <laughs> signing it in blood <laughs> oh, all right tyler wanted to talk about mark cuban getting his dander up i believe is what they would say where mark cuban is from over, <laughs> dander. <laughs> over, over i love that word over people speaking <laughs> recklessly can you cue that up tyler what did he okay, so, what, what did what did he say so backstory zach Lowe said about luka Doncic. he said Every time he drives, he is whining. He spends so much energy whining to the referees and slumping his shoulders to teammates that it has sucked the life out of his team many times. And so Cuban took issue with that. And what did, what did Cuban say? <laughs> Speak on that. Hold on. He said, fuck you, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he said, and I quote, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> he, 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 what, is, what did he say? Fuck Zach Lowe. He doesn't yeah. know shit. He said that. But the thing is, though, Zach Lowe doesn't watch basketball. He studies it. Yes. I can see Zach Lowe with his notes. And being like, I'm tired of him whining. And then this dude, Cuban, just comes out of nowhere and just says, fuck you. <laughs> you know, this man studies it. He talks about it like it's historical. You know what I mean? Nobody thinks basketball is more important than Zach Lowe does. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Zach Lowe definitely does know shit. Right. <laughs> Contrary to what Mark Cuban would try to have you do. Zach Lowe's a he fucking knows, mastermind. He knows all the shits. Yeah. And Mark Cuban says, says fuck you. you yeah. And, he, and, and, then, and then the shit that, that, that Cuban said was like, yeah, he might do, you know, the, the, the European hand pleading when he's, you know, talking to He like, said he, he does said that he writes. Yeah. He, that's what he said. He agreed with yeah. Zach Lowe. But I still love when he said fuck you. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy, I'm always, always, almost yeah. always a fan of that. I enjoy, I, mean? I enjoy people telling other people fuck you, but I do feel like Zach Lowe didn't deserve that fuck you. You know, I, I don't think, I, I don't think Zach Lowe's one of the talking heads who deserves a fuck you. There's a no, lot of motherfuckers no, out there who, who, who need to get not. told fuck you, but I don't think, think Zach is one. Of them. He didn't but deserve it. Yeah. He didn't deserve it. He but he touched it, but he touched a nerve. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's, that's Cuban knew, you know what I mean? Cuban knew what he was saying. And so, and like, if he, if he just said, you know, Luke is selfish or something, he would just said, you know, he would have said, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He wouldn't have said, fuck you. That <laughs> fuck you was, I know. agree. Yeah. yeah, right. That was, that was, you don't talk about my guy like that. Right, you know right, I mean? right, like, right, right. 
So I, you know, I don't know. I mean, good for Cuban, I guess. I will say Luca wasn't doing a lot of whining against the Warriors. Like, a lot of buckets we got. Yeah. It's the, but this was basically Shaq's argument to you when you talked to him after the whole shit with Spider, right? Is like mm-hmm. it, it's it might not be fashionable to criticize players right now, you know. And I think there's some understandable defensiveness that like maybe there's maybe I think it's basically Jeff Van Gundy's fault, to be honest with you, that like we all feel that sometimes you watch a national game and, you know, the 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 broadcast can be a little bit negative. And so therefore, when people criticize a player, everyone's like, we got to lift up the stars in the NBA and promote the game or whatever. But but that was basically Shaq's argument was like a lot of times the players you criticize them, they get upset. And then they improve on the thing that you criticize them about. But for for the people that are like saying these things, have you ever played basketball? Whining has been part of basketball forever. It's called gamesmanship. They've been doing it ever since. When I was playing, there was always some player yelling in the lane that didn't get fouled. You know what I mean? And and, and it's, it's, dude, the refs fall for that. You know what I mean? So they're just... It's the refs are human beings. The right, refs are the most right. easily and they can be manipulated. Right. And this is how you manipulate refs and the conversations that are had. You know what I'm saying? While free throws are being shot, that's always been there. So I don't know like what planet these people are from that are talking about whining. Who doesn't whine when they're competing on this, especially on this level? You know well, what I mean? Like, like and, you know, I mean, you're, you're, this dude's trying what, to win an MVP. Of course, he's whining more than ever. You know right. what I mean? Like, but, ba- but you're more right. game than ever. Basketball is a sport where it's like, there's no example of a superstar who did, like, Jordan asked for calls all the fucking time. All the time. Like, they Jordan had Jordan the- said he got fouled every time he touched the ball. Yeah. Bro, Jordan- I, think that, I think he said that after the push, uh, the, 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 uh, the, when he, when he stumbled in the lane and, 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 and uh, this, that was it, was it the, uh, Indiana? Yeah. I think, I think he said that after that, like he just fouled every time he touched something like dude, that. But anyway, dude, did, did you ever see that clip of Jordan staring at a at a ref and then getting the whistle after he stared at the ref coming and apologizing to Mike? Did, did y'all ever see that? Yeah, clip? yeah and he, he comes and put his hand on the stuff. Yeah, he puts his hands on the stuff. Like, sorry, Mike. Yeah, yeah, he, right. He come, I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, this motherfucker stared a rap down and got a late whistle and then got an apology. Come on, man. <laughs> Bro, it's been happening. So. I mean, like, you know, Zach Lowe knows a lot. And, and Luca's probably whining more than ever. But it's been a very frustrating season. He's trying to win. Him. He was, you know, preseason favorite for MVP. That's not the case now, but the team's too bad. You know what I mean? Of course he's whining. He's a human too. But whining is a part of – it is basketball. Like, it's, it's gamesmanship. Right. I mean, you talk about Jordan, you talk about the coaches work, the refs, you know what I mean? Like like Phil Jackson, obviously was the master of it. The like, well, you know, they were really missing all the hand checks on Mike, you know, and then the next game, all of a sudden they call 17 hand checks called, you know, like, (laughs) and there was, I don't know if you guys ever read the book scorecasting, but it it was like an analytics attempt to look at sports from a different uh, perspective. And one of the things they looked at was home court advantage. Mm-hmm. And they use basketball as their example because they said, unlike baseball, all the courts are the same dimension, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Unlike football, weather doesn't factor into it at all. So basketball, they looked at free throws. And I think everyone has a feeling that like, oh, you know, you're shooting free throws on the road in the playoffs and it's crazy. It's more pressure or whatever. But like statistically, they're like across the playoffs, across the regular season, dudes shoot roughly statistically equally from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. The difference was that home teams get like 1.8 more fouls called for them than road teams. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, yeah. that like the crowd influencing the officials 
is essentially what home home court advantage was. And it, sure enough, yeah. if you look at the bubble and you look at this season with no fans, it's basically there's not really a home court advantage. You know what I mean? So I, I thought I thought that was interesting. But yeah, the crowds work the ref, the coaches work the ref, the players work the ref. Like that is basketball because the ref is the thing that changes. The hoops the same height. Yeah. The dudes are the same dudes on defense, but the ref. If you could get a ref to call the technical foul on Draymond Green when he's whining, you yeah. know, don't let him talk to you like that, whatever. Or when he punches you in the game. dick, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Human error is a part of the game, all right? And you're vying to get that to lean in your way. That's what whining is. And it's been going on ever since I knew the game existed. Stop it. Stop whining about whining. You're the fucking whiner, <laughs> weirdo. The next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free, John and Tyler. I'm talking about NBA in play. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. NBA in play turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcomes of plays and game props before they happen claim your share of the prize pool best of all a new contest starts every quarter of every game giving you even more ways to win FanDuel is the exclusive home for nba in play so the action is always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app the app is easy to use it takes less than two minutes to sign up it doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to because nba in play is available in every state don't miss your shot I like good that. job, Mike. Good That's job. Cute. It's not over yet. Get in the game and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA in play today. All right, now back to the show. All right, we have another uh, great debate topic after bringing up uh, John's uh, cartoon augmented beard on the last podcast. <laughs> A couple people replied and made comments about uh, my beard connects, but I'm going bald and I'd trade back if I could. And I thought that's a, that's actually an interesting debate because this these are both billion dollar industries, male head hair <laughs> and beard now. So this you is yeah. So like this is my this yeah, is my yeah, question: yeah. If you could choose one for the rest of your life from this point forward, would you go? Would you be bald or balding, but with a nice full beard that looks however you want it to look, or would you rather never be able to have the beard connect but never go bald? Wait, so this right here with yeah. hair? On no, my head? Yeah, yeah, but you could do, I mean, it could grow in as full or, you know, as thick as you want it or whatever. Wait, wait, no, I'm saying like this right here, but I'll still yeah. have a full head of hair. Yes. With just this on my face. Yeah, but you're, the, the shit wouldn't connect. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. You I'm keep cool the hair that, on your head? I'm cool with, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I mean, just like, bro, you don't know what's going to happen when you go bald. I know what my face looks like. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you go bald, you, I mean, the beard, yes, is cool. You know what I mean? But like, when you go bald, you don't know how, yeah, that head shape might not be right. <laughs> you might be out here looking like the juggernaut. I'm good. <laughs> going bald is a, is a, I would be fine going bald if I had a beard, but I would never choose to go bald. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. But see, the thing is, I'm, I'm pretty much bald already like i keep my hair cut low as fuck but i'm like i got like the kobe bald not the mj ball where my fucking skin is glistening <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. i don't want to be the mj ball <laughs> hell i don't want to be lewis gossett jr out this motherfucker no it don't look like head skin no more it's like yeah. elbow skin you know what <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's a different type of skin when you shaving yeah. that thing like that you feel me goddamn bowling yeah. ball so what would you choose though so so you're you, yeah. you just want the full if, 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 if 
if, if I can have the ball that I have now, hell yeah, I'll take a beer. Like I said, I don't want that goddamn shiny ass bowling ball ball. So <laughs> nah, I don't want that shit. But the thing is, you because you cut your hair so short, you know what your head look like, yeah. bro. Heads be out here not looking like heads, bro. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> they see, be looking see, like other yeah. things. And yeah. I uh, Yeah, see, I got a round head. I got and, a, and, I got a knot on the back yeah. of this. I might, yeah. I might look like the alien. <laughs> yeah, see, see <laughs> I, I, I got a the little, I got a hook on the back of my head, as my country friends say. But you yeah, know I, what I, mean? I got a round head, and round heads are easy. You know, they're aesthetically pleasing when they're bald. Yeah, but a like, which, which is why I, I, I yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Square heads, square heads do not look good bald, which is why I understand why LeBron is holding on for dear life to his shit. Right. He's a square head motherfucker. That's a square, that's yeah. a Lego head ass dude. <laughs> you right will there. see <laughs> the <laughs> angles on LeBron's head. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. You can do geometry on that yeah. man's head. Le Le LeBron really? got some sharp right and left right. turns going on. <laughs> right, right, right. You can figure out the angles on that joint, bro. Like, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, hey, it depends on hey, that's a risk you, you, you take it. But let me point out, you can have the same problem with your face that you can have with your head. Now, you know, because you your face is the same thing as Tyler's head. You don't have a full beard, so you know what your face I looks like. I know what like. my face looks like, so I'm not, yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Char now, I've had a full beard since I was, like, like, right out of high school. I had a goatee in high school, you know, that connected, and then grew the beard, <laughs> like, right away in college. And my wife actually reminded me yesterday, we woke up, she goes on her Facebook, you know, the memory pops up, she goes, she looked at me like I was the evilest man in the world. She said, it was 13 years ago today you shaved your beard. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, a, but she like, looked no, at me with I, such I saw Goatee Mike. Goatee Mike was a baddie to me, but bro. Beardless, like, but beardless, uh, my uh, wife was, She, uh, I believe I've told you guys this story, but her <laughs> her response was, I shaved it. And I walked out and she said, and she just literally looked at me and said, we're never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> did she laugh? Uh, no, she didn't laugh. She did me the courtesy. She did me the courtesy. She did me the courtesy of not okay. seeing my face and bursting into laughter. But okay, she told okay. me thought, we're never doing she, that again. I and thought then she didn't laugh because she was dead serious. <laughs> oh, and no, that she was dead funny. serious. Oh. And I, I think I've also told you the story two years later. Someone brought up, didn't Mike shave his beard once? And Char said, yeah, we're never going to do that again because we were walking around and people were assuming he must have been rich. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that in this <laughs> <We> household. <laughs> So it could it could be I mean it could be anything it's but but you know hair is that's man makeup like whether oh, it's no, your no beard doubt. or your head Bro, look, you know, like if you got a you, beard sunglasses and a hat you no matter what you look like for real you a baddie, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nigga, that's contouring. You feel me? Like a beard, sunglasses, a hat. You are fully contoured. You got a full face on. Let me put my face on before I leave the house. That's your face. It's covering your face, bro. And, I mean, and so you can be in the club. Nigga, you know, see, take that off, man. I don't know what you do. You might look like an elbow of the back of a knee. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you look good in that moment, dog. I'm telling you. So, yeah. But I know what my face is like, so I'm comfortable with that. You know what I mean? I've had this face for a long time. I don't know what this head look like, butt naked. You know what I mean? And that hook doesn't does it. You it know sounds I mean? like you have some you have some advanced data you're concerned about. You know? <laughs> My dad got a little on the back of his head, but he looked good. He, he looked he looked good. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if I'm gonna get away with that, dog. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna get away. His bull his his beard is. Yeah, he had a beard since tenth grade, so I don't know. Don, I don't know if I'm get away with it. Did you watch Wandavision yet? Oh yeah, go ahead. Let's run that. Okay, Let's okay. All right, Tyler. Yes, sir. One division. Go. <laughs> <Wanda>. Go. 
Um, I think the the biggest takeaway that probably all of us has is Wanda is a bad motherfucker. Dog, when she came out that bubble with that motherfucking drone in her hand. Let dog. me know, tell you what time it is, just in case you don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's bruh. what it was, bro. Bro, bro. And then she did the motherfucking flick of the wrist where, where all the guns that were on her got pointed on the, on the fucking easy. dog. Dog, and she came out there and she was like, look, y'all better leave me the fuck alone. Y'all are lucky I just took over this town. <laughs> right? She's like, y'all lucky I'm just, I just took over a town of 1,500. I could take over all of this shit. Yeah. Wanda's a bad motherfucker, man. But something that, that, you know, I'm thinking of is I think Vision is legitimately resurrected. Once we got the, the news that that she took his corpse and we know that they have the the, the, the Mind Stone. I don't, and I, I think you get Vision's corpse, the Mind Stone, and some Wanda Magic, you could legitimately resurrect Vision. So I think he's legitimately resurrected. Also because, you know, he's starting to figure shit out himself. Like he's not mm -hmm. under Wanda's mm -hmm. control. He, and right, he right, said that, right. he said, you can't, you can't get me like you're getting them. Yeah. Right. So that right. makes me, I, that makes me feel the same way. But uh, like, I would tell you the moment for me, it wasn't that she was holding the drone is it was she came out in her Avengers costume. You know what I mean? As soon as she walked yeah. out, she wasn't wearing the fucking, you know, 1970s shit anymore. She, she was already out that motherfucker. It was like, right, right. oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but, you know, something something that I'm piecing together here, too, is, you know, the, the for the children shit. Right. Like, you know, they were chanting that shit in the previous episodes. You, and, you know, there's no ch children besides the twins in that whole town. Mm -hmm. and, and Vision's wondering where the children are. And you notice that Wanda cannot control the children. She couldn't make them stop crying. She couldn't make them level up their stop leveling she, up. Their she ages. had to convince them. Yeah. She had to persuade yeah. them. She couldn't just yeah. stop them from growing up. Yeah. 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 So I got a theory here that I think Wanda can only bond and control those who have trauma. And kids are not like traumatized yet. Because remember when when Vision, you know, fucking took Wanda's spell off his coworker and, and his coworker was 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 stressing like, yeah, like I gotta call my sister. Call my he's sister. Take, he, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's taking yeah. care of our sick dad. Like Man, that shit, that shit hurt. That, yeah, but that yeah. moment that that shit physically was like, oh yeah. God. Yeah. So so I think that there's probably gotta be some trauma for Wanda to tap into to control you. And kids are fucking, you know, they haven't really been through shit, so she can't control them. So what and I, I think she what might. I, I think she probably sent the sent the kids somewhere else. That's why there are no kids in that town because they would have fucked it all up. That's but she I'm sent them away from the parents. That's, that's some cold, cold shit right there, yeah. bro. Yeah, Wanda's Wanda's being so the villain of this shit. The dude more call we learn about it. I mean, right, like, the, right, the, right, like right. We, I think we this was an episode we really understood. Like, you got to actually think about how fucked up this is. What she did, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's one thing to think about because I kind of assumed that she was like making the, that she was creating the world not that she'd taken over a town yeah yeah she, yeah you know actual I mean? people with yeah. lives prior yeah yeah i mean that is like That's some cold. It's, That's it's, it's, it's one thing we talked about it on the on the, after the last episode if you've ever lost someone close to you and you had the power to affect reality i absolutely would have done what wanda did if i could go somewhere and just wrap myself in a reality for a while where that person was still there and you could still have conversations with them absolutely I mean, most of us do that in our head in one way or another if you lose mm -hmm. someone, but I'm not going to go kidnap. Take people from their family. People. Yeah. Right, right, right. I mean, that's, that is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, like, there's been the, you know, the running gag between Thor and Hulk on who's the strongest Avenger. And, of course, Wanda's not as physically strong as those two, but Wanda is the most powerful Avenger. I mean, we, we saw when she had fucking Thanos lavender ass in that motherfucking blender in Endgame, right? That motherfucker right. had to call for help. He was like, send the ass strikes. Like, this chick putting them hands on. Yeah. Sit that yeah. man on a ride, you yeah. feel me? And his wrinkly chin ass under pressure, boy. But yeah, yeah, Wanda is the most powerful Avenger. 
I mean, yeah. it's one thing to have a mutant power that makes you fast, you know, like her brother or control metal like her dad, but the power to control reality. Right. <laughs> I mean, like you could get 50 different writers and say, we have a character with that power and they'd give you 50 completely different stories. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because yeah. it just, what does that mean? And, you know, for those of, for anyone who's read the sort of the two comics this is based on, there's House of M, which everyone's kind of talking about with House of M. The writers that are credited in WandaVision. Yeah. In House of M, the plot was in kind she of- She altered the reality of the whole world in House of yes, M. Yes. In a similar yeah. moment of trauma, she said no more mutants. And it, it was like a genocide. It wiped out basically almost all the mutants just like that. And then there's a book called uh, The Vision, which is about Vision similarly in kind of a moment of trauma, creating a family for himself in the suburbs of Washington, DC. So those two books are kind of merged, but they're kind of playing tricks on you. If you've read the, if you've read any of that stuff, because it's like, well, which, how is this ending? You know what I mean? Is she about to do something to the whole world? Or is this something that's focused just on like her relationship with vision? And this show is just a really interesting way to bring back an Avenger that got killed in the movie. <laughs> Y'all are comic colleges, bro. Love that. Y'all have a PhD in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all pulling back all these books. I've never read none of these things. I'm, you know, Tyler's supposed to get off. his delivery of. I'd sent him the vision. And he's supposed to Can't get his to delivery get today. He, he lives in the fucking Bermuda Triangle. So. <laughs> oh no, it's, it, it's the <laughs> fucking the US, bro. It's, it's the USPS man. Fucking that orange motherfucker with his little <laughs> bullshit ass war he waged on the fucking post office. <laughs> fucking idiot. But yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't get the vision. Yeah. I haven't been able to. Uh, yeah, we haven't been able to mail Tyler anything since about September. So you know, it just it is what it is. But yeah, ho- allegedly the reship of that is coming today. So you'll have some some shit to catch up on. But I think it's interesting how imper- imperfect perfection is. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like it's like like she's trying to create this perfect reality. Like, and I'm looking at like perfection is it's boring. It's sterile, which makes it imperfect. You know what I mean? Like. I, I, I couldn't like perfection for me would be different from somebody else too. There's so many different versions of that. You know what I mean? Like I love a little debauchery. I think it's delicious. You know what I mean? Like that, that would be horrible to others. You know You wouldn't what I mean? have put like, yourself in. I love Lucy. In no, other words, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? You know, so like how perfection, there's no, there's no, the com the, the concept of perfection is impossible. You know but, what I mean? But after all the shit Wanda just went through, I can totally see how boring is exactly what she wants. Bro. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep, yep, yep. What she I'm wants sterile, you know what I mean? Yeah, she wants, well, and I would say this too. I mean, you know, uh, uh, people react to trauma and stuff differently, but I would say that, you know, for me, when we lost people in my family, we watched a lot of TV afterwards. You know what I mean? That was, I mean, that was sort of like, mm, you know, you have the, reality a little bit. Yeah. You have the she funeral. Just, she, could, she could correct, could, could create it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. You just kind of wrap yourself up in that. You're like, I mean, it's, it's nothing easier to pass three hours than watching TV. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? You just like, okay, cool. I guess it's time for bed now. I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to think about anything. That's it. But TV that's dreaming, the, TV dreaming. Yeah. That's the big mystery of the show that, I, I don't know if they'll explain it, but why is she broadcasting this as a as a TV show? That's the thing I'm most curious about, Tyler. Like, yeah. she could do all this stuff without sending out. Like they said in the, I think in the third episode, she's actually it is an actual broadcast signal. So I'm curious about why that's happening. Right, right. And her bringing her brother back at the end, bro. That was why. And, and but and, did she though? Because she said she didn't know who it was. No, that look. It, it was the fox. Quicksilver. 
right? Yeah. The, and then she brought so, back so, the Quicksilver from the alternate X Men. Yeah, yeah. So cinematically, so, right? So that was kind of a wink and a nod to the fans that you know the MCU we've got X Men rights now. But also, I think that might be setting up for the Doctor Strange multiverse um, movie because you know if you're they're showing multiple Quicksilvers like this, so. Just I, I, t- I totally agree with you. And I'm like, they made the, um, they made the Kat Dennings' character, whoever it is, I forget the name. She made the jokes. She re, she recast, <laughs> she recast her brother. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, they pulled him from a different cinematic universe. Is that conscious? Is that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm super curious to see what, if they answer all that stuff. I agree with Tyler. Like, I have faith at this point, they're not going to leave shit untied. It's very obviously everything's been planned out yeah. very meticulously. So, I don't know, man. That, yeah, that shit was crazy. Some freaky shit going on here, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's getting crazy. In it's getting fucking crazy in fucking we love it. Uh, All right, before we wrap up, um, we're going to ask a favor for everyone listening to the show. Uh, can you please tweet at Jared Dudley? He's our dream time? guest. Just tweet at Jared Dudley uh, to come on. Just tweet him. Come on. Go on Jenkins and Jones, please. We're trying to get Jared Dudley. I believe that we can get him. But I just think of everyone in the NBA right now, he seems like the right intersection of a dude who has a lot of stories and a dude who's willing to tell the stories that he has. <laughs> he just seems fun to me. I like him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So we want Jared Dudley on Jenkins and Jones. Please tweet at Jared Dudley. Go on Jenkins and Jones. Tyler, are you on board? Can we? Hell yeah. Your... Jared, bring your ass, bro. Come on, let's get it. <laughs> let's fucking go, Jared. <laughs> we, need, we, need the, we need the Dragonfly Jones Twitter army to, I'm not going to say bully, to just, you know, overwhelmingly request politely that he comes on. Jake's Let him know that we exist. <laughs> yeah, please, 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 and that we would please. like him to join us. All right. That's all we got for this episode of Jenkins and Jones. We'll be back on Thursday with another episode. So stay tuned. Tell all your friends. Subscribe. What else are people supposed to do? With, oh, sub, uh, give us the stars. Give us all the stars. Don't the stars, we don't please. want any we don't want any, you know, critical analysis where you give us four stars. Give us five, bro. Don't be yeah, one of those. Just don't just leave us alone. Then, We're know? doing all the criticism internally and just yeah. I trust that that process is happening and appreciate <laughs> it. And then just give us the five stars. And remember to follow us on social media at The Volume Sports on Twitter and at The Volume Sports on Instagram. Rate, review, and hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts.